What's up, everybody? Welcome to the first episode of Unchurching, Healing Religious Trauma and Owning Your Spiritual Identity. This is the podcast where we're going to talk about deconstruction, how to own your spiritual identity, and help you give you tools to heal any religious trauma. So stay tuned right here for Unchurching, Healing Religious Trauma, and owning your spiritual identity. Find yourself, be yourself. And let others do the same. Find yourself, be yourself. And let others do the same. Find yourself, be yourself. So I know we took a break and all and it was well needed. I had things I had to take care of. And sometimes when you're doing your thing, having kids and make sure they're taken care of, you just need a moment to regroup. And so with that said, we are here picking up this episode, Unchurching. Healing Religious Trauma and Owning Your Spiritual Identity. And I am nervous, to say the least, just because I feel like this is taking me deeper into conversations that I've had privately with friends. But now I am in a space of sharing it authentically and open, be open to sharing and which also means that I have to be open to other people's opinion, not necessarily saying that I have to care, but you know, me being an Aquarius is like, I'm a people person at the same time. It's like, I'm balancing it all. So here we go. Enough of that. Let's get right in on this episode. I figured I would start this episode just giving you some background on my de- deconstruction, although I may have shared some of this story when we were doing Safe Place with Titus Glenn, but now I feel like we need to go back just a little bit to just kind of put more groundwork or lay the foundation again on how we got here. So those that don't know, I was raised in the Baptist denomination and when I say raised, I mean like we were at church quite often and I was worship leader. I was the youngest worship leader at one point when worship leading became to be a thing. I was asked to be on the praise team. I was only 13 and everybody else was like 20 and up. And I was the kid that loved prayer. I loved going with my mom and aunt as they went out to pray. And I would prophesy and give people words and watch them come to pass, you know. And once I got to college, 
I went to a Baptist church to begin with, but because of the things I had been exposed to, I began to look at non-denomination because I was speaking in tongues and this particular Baptist church, they wasn't down with speaking in tongues. And I wanted to be in a, in a space to where I could be free, 100% free. So I decided to go to a church and it was only like at the time, like 10 people there. And I remember joining that church and starting to lead worship. And I was the only person and maybe maybe there was two or three more people I was leading at the time. And we would sing and shift atmospheres and watch the glory of God come in with no music, literally no music, just people having a heart to seek God and want to be in his presence. And from there, that congregation grew to, I want to say about a hundred people, give or take, maybe 75 with kids and adults. And, and we were coming in at this time with keyboard, drum, um, and we would just shift atmosphere. Sometimes we wouldn't even get to the preaching because in that movement, in that those moments we were creating, the presence of the Lord was so strong. It was literally like we was having a biblical experience where it talks about um, the ministers or the priests could not minister at all. We was having those type of experiences on a regular after a while, those experiences, they were there. But I remember going out and visit other churches and other events, and I began to be exposed to the Hebraic faith and the teaching on the Hebraic faith. And those seeds began to be planted, and I started looking at the things that I was practicing. I was looking at Christmas and why was I celebrating Christmas with my family at the time when it just didn't now, it just didn't now. It began to not make any sense or line up to the timeline of the Bible and looking at different information that I was given, things just wasn't lining up. And I talked to my wife at the time, and we decided to make a shift from non-denominational to teachers on the Hebraic faith. And I would say we started to call ourselves Hebrews because we started celebrating Sabbath and we started looking at what Jesus did and how he lived and what that meant for us. And we taught our kids Shabbat and we celebrated the feast days, um, Yom Kippur and the opening of the gates and Pentecost. We were in that thing. And I remember sitting, I remember sitting in a Torah class because we had started taking Torah class at this time. And the rabbi 
was talking about Catholicism, talking about Constantine and how Constantine had, through his power and his political movement, began to change the structure of how church was with Sabbath worship going from Saturday to Sunday and how rules were changed and how behind the scenes he were using Jewish people to change laws. Not change laws, but rewrite the word or or add and keep in and just pretty much manipulate the scripture. And he was teaching us how the things that we look at are not as they appear when you go and you do more research on the original context of scripture. And he got to the point to where he started talking about hell and the idea of hell. I remember this class was really when that the seed was planted just about me questioning a lot of things that I had been told growing up. And he said in that class, well, he, he, he didn't say it first. He actually played a video of a priest from Catholicism teaching and exposing some information, basically talking about how hell came to be and how they used it as a scare tactic to really collect money so that people's loved ones, they could give people reassurance that their loved ones were not, were in a better place. And that philosophy about hell really began to create more fear in people. And the way that he was explaining it, when he said that, and then he started to talk about in the Jewish culture that they don't even really push hell or talk about hell because of it's really not a thing. It's not really a focal point. And that one thing began to make me think about what I had been taught. And the question that I asked myself was, if hell is not what we've been taught, and this is based on Jewish teachings, and if Jesus is Jewish, then Jesus would have taught these things. He would not have been focused on hell. He would not have used hell as a scare tactic to make people do certain things or condemn them for certain acts and principles and all that stuff. And if this is the case to where Jesus, being a Jew, was taught and lived this lifestyle, but we've been taught that you can go into hell for drinking, you're going to hell for who you sleep with, you're going to hell for so many things. And if that is not true, then why are we, and I'll just say, why am I condemning myself for just any and everything at this point? 
what I'm drinking and if I'm drinking and who I'm talking to or where I go. If I can't go to the club, I don't go to the club. And if, if all that don't matter, if that's not the focus point, like what is really, really happening? And that right there, my friends, started the deconstruction phase. And those that don't really know what deconstruction is, I'm going to just tell you this. And I'm going to give it in my own definition. It's basically when you begin to unravel your faith, your belief systems, to really get to the heart of what you truly believe. At your core, what you truly believe, regardless of who told you there are certain things that you've experienced that you're now like, that don't work for me, but I believe this. And I often use the analogy, really, like even women preachers, like I feel like there has been dispensations where a lot of women had to deconstruct what they believe because they were told women couldn't be in the in the pulpit. And then we went through this era of seeing more women preaching because it became more acceptable. But now I believe we're in a deeper deconstruction because there's a lot of more theology that's being debunked based upon research and word searches that more young people are starting to walk away from from I would say a lot of dogmatic sermons, theologies, because it doesn't add up anymore when you start thinking about it logically. Like we are in a space, and I feel like I've just gotten gotten on for a rant, <laughs> but we are in a space, I believe, to where people are starting to go through their own experience to see what works for them. And that is where I am. Honestly, figuring out what I believe about God without the dogma, without the condemnation, without sin and relearning a lot of things that I believe has caused a lot of people trauma. It has caused people a lot of disconnection from other people. I would say that with learning some of the things that I learned, I didn't go to the club. There are certain people I wouldn't even talk to because of what they believe in fear of either they're going to convert me or not being equipped and they wrong and I'm right being taught to create this whole narrative that we have an exclusive God, that we were born in exclusivity. Did I say that right? You know what I mean? We was born, born. And from the way I see it, it's like there are certain dominations and I, primarily Christianity, I believe, that has taught us that we are the only one that got God. That we are the one that got the we are the only one that got the Holy Ghost, and that nobody else can prophesy, and no one else can give give an accurate word. And from my experience, 
in walking through what I've been walking through is not true. I think also to add to that, my deconstruction began to continue after my divorce when I was in a low place. And I remember going to a prayer call because I was like, I am in a space to where I need God. I believe in God. But the God that I had in Christianity is not, I don't know how to, I don't know what that is. And I remember this prayer call and it was with Iyanla Van Zandt and she was just teaching about prayer. And that week I had an encounter with with the presence of God that I hadn't had in a minute. And I began to realize in that moment and reflecting in past moments that a lot of things that I was taught were just foundational things. But it was now time to go deeper because the people before me only taught what they knew and what they had experienced themselves. And right now, when I look at religion overall, it's so many things that each religion is teaching that brings about division that don't have to be. Because when you look at the core of our religion, our religion is love. It's a sense of self-love. It's a sense of learning how to treat people. But we argue about when to worship and how to worship. Just in Christianity alone, there's so many sectors that divide people. You can't wear makeup. You can't do this. And if you wear beards, you're going to hell. So many teachings that's bringing about division. And if we would just teach honoring ourselves first and teaching people, in my opinion, how to connect to God in a way that works for them without the judgment, this world would be a better place. And then if you look at it, I feel like I'm getting on the rant. I don't want to get on a rant, but this is where I'm at. When you look at what religion has done, it has brought about wars, literally killing people because they don't believe like you believe. And although we don't kill people physically, some of us, we kill people with our words. We're killing people with how we act and telling people don't go to their church because they believe this and don't do that. Don't go over there because... And it is legit, in my opinion, in this season of my life, a lot of foolishness. Well, I shouldn't say foolishness, but it's a better way. And so I'm a a part of this movement, of this journey, where we're trying to get to the better way. We're trying to get to a place of harmony and transformation where we can honor each other and let people live their lives without the condemnation, without the, well, 
This is my interpretation and my interpretation is right and you're wrong. I'm just not there. And so I say that all in love because I believe there's more people who want God. They want to know how to connect, but they don't want the dogmatic stuff because in this season, science is starting to catch up with our reality. There's things that we can't fight against logically because science is starting to, to, to catch up. And so I want you to know that if you are deconstructing right now, don't feel like you're by yourself. Be okay with telling your story because it's going to help other people tell their story. I also want to let you know that as you are deconstructing, have, how do I want to say it? Give yourself grace. You're going to be up and you're going to be down. I would equate deconstruction as having a spiritual awakening because you have good days where you're like, oh, I got it together or I'm not triggered by this. And then the next day you're triggered by a song. You're triggered by uh, a word. You're triggered by a sermon and you're, you're having to find, you're going to have to find I guess that would be thirdly. You're going to have to find where you fit in and what resonates with you. And some of you will, some, some of you will keep and some you will throw away. And that's okay. So I know I've been talking. I feel like I've been rambling at this point, but I feel like we are in a, in a space to where things are starting to come to light. And if we don't talk about this stuff and we continue to sweep it under the rug, one thing it's not going to do, it's not going away. And those that need to be helped and need to be pushed and encouraged as they are deconstructing will not be helped. And it's going to be, I don't want to say, I don't want to say harder for them, but it doesn't have to be hard for them if we would just communicate in a way that says, you know what? You're not by yourself. This is what I'm going through. Let's talk about it. Because I will say this. I'm going to say this and then we're going we're gonna to log off and move on. Deconstruction is not church hurt. Although church hurt. I said that wrong. <laughs> Religious trauma is not church hurt. But when you have religious trauma, there could be hurt caused by church. I'm going to say it that way. Because when we're deconstructing, which I believe religious trauma is still intertwined in that we are unlearning and unpacking things that have traumatized our very being. When I say traumatized, it's an experience that can leave you stuck, can leave you confused. It can leave you hating yourself. And in these episodes and in these, these seasons that we talk about unchurching and healing religious trauma, 
It's my hope that these stories, these conversations will shed light to bring about healing for yourself as you come into your own spiritual identity. So y'all, that is our show for tonight. The first show where we're starting to unpack all this stuff that's been on my heart, on my mind. I've already got interviews from friends and therapists and we're going to talk to people that are experiencing God in different ways. Some have gotten into tarot readings. Some have gotten into astrology. And so we're opening up conversation to see how people have found a way to connect to God after healing their religious trauma and how they came into owning their own spiritual identity. So do me a favor. I want you to go ahead and like this podcast Make sure that you are sharing this video, this audio to those that might be on their deconstructing journey as well as healing their own religious trauma. And let's begin to shed light on these conversations, not in a nasty way, but in a way that brings about healing and transformation. So until next time, y'all, this is Titus Glenn. And we we here talk about these conversations and we'll be back next week. I right, love y'all. Talk to you later. Find yourself, be yourself. And let others do the same. Find yourself, be yourself. And let others do the same. Find yourself.